Rise and shine, you Syracuse superfans. It's time to pour yourself a tall, delicious glass of orange fizz. Syracuse recruiting news, insider information, latest SU buzz. The Syracuse blogosphere comes to life on the central New York airwaves. It's Fizz Radio. Welcome into the first episode of Fizz Film Room. I'm your host, Thomas Schultz, and in this series, what we do is we talk to the high school coaches of current Syracuse commits, and the first one we're going to talk to is Coach Maafala. He's the coach of Austin Cowie at Kamehameha High School in Honolulu, Hawaii. Coach, how are you doing today? Great, thanks. Thanks for having us. So, my first question for you, Coach, is what can SU expect to get skill-wise from Austin Cowie once he arrives on campus? You know, the, the one thing... Austin will bring as far as skill set is concerned is um, just the athleticism. You know, um, I think he's a long, a long rangey guy. Got a lot of growth ahead of him as far as getting in the weight room. But the one thing that'll jump out to you is just how nimble on his feet he is for a big guy. I told a lot of guys through the recruiting process as I kind of gave them my evaluation uh, last year uh, in our football season was probably the first time in, in the time that I've been here as the head coach where I felt I felt good running um, true outside zone because I knew that Austin had the ability to go and go uh, dip, rip, and run on on the offensive, uh, defensive end shoulder. You know, a lot of times in high school, especially now, um, you, you really don't come across guys that can that can kind of get outside and, and hook and hook the outside of a defender, at least here in Hawaii. So, um, you know, I think Austin's footwork is going to help him a ton. As far as surviving, I shouldn't say surviving, but, you know, doing well in that offense, you know, with, with uh, Coach Babers tossing a pill all over the yard. And I definitely, definitely will, will give you some pretty good pass protection, especially if they decide to move him inside the guard. Yeah. And speaking of that, do you think he'll stay? I mean, he has the size at six foot five to stay at tackle. Do you have any idea of, do you think he can play tackle? And if so, will he be at right tackle or potentially even left? You know, I think, uh, I, I think that he definitely can do it. I definitely think that he can play offensive tackle. It, it will honestly be an adjustment. You know, we just don't have on a weekly basis the type of dynamic pass rusher that you're going to see in the ACC week in and week out. So I think he would have to grow into being a tackle. I do think that he has enough athleticism to play either side. You know, he played right tackle for us. Um, the other guy that played the other side, we were fortunate. He he was a he's a kid that committed to University of Washington. So at the next level, I definitely think he can hang out there. But I do think that in the offense that he's going into, probably would benefit him moving inside just because he's got he's got great feet. But he he compares very well to one of my former college teammates that that Coach Kavanaugh actually coached at UH and and Coach kept him outside on the edge. So. I definitely know Coach Cav can get him coached up to stay outside there, if need be. You mentioned his footwork a couple times. Is that his strongest skill set and where he's most advanced right now? Oh, yeah, because, uh, you know, the the exciting thing about Austin is the best football is ahead of him. You know, he's only played football. He he only started playing football in, like, the eighth grade. So he's still raw in terms of the fundamentals and the technique that, that you need, you know, the little intricacies of the position. And just just, you know, general instinct and understanding of the game. So from that standpoint, he, he has a lot of room to grow, but Coach Cav is the right guy. But the thing that's going to progress him the fastest is going to be the fact that he, he is pretty light on his feet and he has great, great, great recovery ability. We're joined by Coach Malafala. That's Austin Cowie's head coach on Fizz Film Room. Coach, one question that I think a lot of people want to know is, do you have any 
pertinent memories or your favorite memory of Austin, whether that's on the field or off the field, anything specific that really comes to your mind? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, just obviously, you know, taking a look at his highlight, the thing that I love is Austin's all Austin throughout last season developed into a finisher, right? You see him finishing a lot of these blocks. You see him, you know, you see him getting after guys and getting them on the ground and, and blocking from snap to whistle. That, that is something that you can tell them to do it. Um, you can push them to do it, but it, it, it becomes an internal thing that, that they need to do on, on their own, which brings me to obviously my favorite moment and, and was kind of my selling piece to a lot of coaches was, you know, when they ask about toughness and Austin is a tough kid because we, we got done with a game, um, you know, and I was running the offensive film and, and I mean, I was just, I was getting after Austin, you know, I just felt like it wasn't a great effort on his part mentally and physically. And um, I, I ripped him pretty good in the film room. Usually that's, that's the test, right. Of, of any player at any level, right. Is, is when you get challenged by your coach, how are you going to respond? And um, the kid came out to practice and didn't back down from anything. He took the coaching, he took whatever I had to say, internalized it and got better. And man, he, his season really took off after that. So that's one thing I know. You guys are gaining there at SU as a kid that, that's, that's willing to take the hard coaching and, and wants to be better and, and wants to be the best that they can be. What is he like in the locker room? Is he more of a leader or outspoken or is he more of a quiet guy? No, he's, you know, Austin, you know, um, that, that offensive line room, right? It's always kind of a funny, a funny, you know, a bunch of different birds come through on the O-line, but he's a, a silent, funny guy. He's like undercover, you know, like he's to himself and, he drops these one-liners that just kind of make you go like, wow, that was pretty good. I'm gonna going to have him take control of the offensive line as a unit this year because I think that that's one thing for me as, as his head coach I want to develop before he moves on to the next level um, because he has it in him. And it's not necessarily just about being a talker, just more of, hey, man, you got to be the guy to be the glue that pulls everybody together to keep them going. And so I'm excited to kind of try and develop that in him this year. Where do you think he'll play this year? You know, keep him at right tackle or maybe switch him to the other side? That's to be determined. You know, um, I, we, we have some young talent coming up that, that I think there's a kid or two that can, um, that can hang out there. Obviously, right now, he's, he's our most talented offensive lineman as far as footwork is concerned. So um, I think that's something, you know, that, that our, our offensive coordinator and our offensive line coach are, are in discussion about so um the good thing is he's versatile and we, we really can play him at all positions maybe even squeeze him in at center sometimes if we need to we're joined by coach Maafala here on fizz film room breaking down his tackle right now we'll see where he plays austin cowie the recent su commit coach you mentioned that he's going to be kind of the leader of the offensive line this year do you have any goals specifically for him or does he have any set for himself that you're aware of of what he wants to accomplish this year yeah you know i just kind of gave him uh, you know, after he had committed and, and everything had, had started to drop on social media, you know, my, my challenge to him was you got a target on your back now. So guys are going to be coming after you. So this is only the beginning. My thing for Austin is he's just got to go. And now that he's committed and, and, you know, he had all of these offers roll in, I just want to see him play with more confidence and go and dominate because he's that type of player. So that's my only challenge to him as a head coach. I mean, you know, there's a, He's got to get better at staying square when he on dry blocks and, and better at steps. You know, that's all teachable stuff. But for me, preparing him to get up there to the orange, it's about when you're on the field, you're the guy, no matter what. Whether you get beat the play before or whether you dominated the guy, you just got to have that mentality throughout the whole game. 
How has he been preparing during this quarantine when things are kind of shut down? You know, it's actually been a blessing for a lot of kids on our team. And I think for him, we were an independent private school. And these kids, you know, we, we start them, they start school at 730. Sometimes after football practice and all the other sports that they play, they're not getting home to eight, nine o'clock at night. So I think the biggest thing that helped Austin was that during this quarantine time, it actually allowed him, his body to really mature, get in the weight room. And he's, he's put on some good weight. You know, he's, he's looking good. He's got you know, big shoulders, big traps, and he's been working really hard. So, you know, I think, I think this time just allowed him from a physical standpoint to develop that, develop his strength. And then um, just the kid's been training every day. All these coaches calling me every other day talking about he sent me this training video and that training video. So I think it's helped to kind of stoke the fire even more about about playing ball and being the best that he can be. I know 24-7 sports lists him at 260 pounds. Do you think that's accurate or has he put on more weight since then? I think he's closer to 280 right now. So we, we he and I were having a conversation about just, you know, I think now he wants to kind of clean up his diet. So I know he's he's more toward that, that 280. 280, 285. So, you know, we haven't seen him in two and a half months, hoping that we, we get started here soon in Hawaii and get him on a scale. And I hope to keep him around 285. I don't want to let him get any bigger than that. Yeah, that's. I mean, I think SU, at least a lot of their commits are, they're not generally 285 pounds or around that. They're usually smaller. So do you think that could have an impact once he steps on campus and give him an edge above some other guys that are freshmen? Oh, I think that's always the case, especially from from a developmental standpoint. Biggest thing, right? We, we all know. I mean, you, you're a recruiting guy, right? It's just how strong really are they? You know what I mean? So they might have been the dude in high school and tossing everybody around, right? But how how do they measure up as far as field strength and weight room strength? And that's always the that's always the big question. So for me, I've seen guys, I've played against guys that you know they were leaner when they came in, but they were just they were so much stronger just naturally strong and then even in the weight room and they step in. So I'm glad that Austin kind of invested in that time. And I think that's going to be the the main predictor, right? Is, is just how strong is he before he gets up there for him to be able to compete and where he falls on a depth chart. We're joined by coach Malafala on Fizz film room, talking about his tackle, Austin Cowie, who is committed to Syracuse. Of course, coach, what really sold Austin on SU? What did they say in the recruiting pitch to him? Number one for him, it was just uh, he, he's a he's a big family guy. Mom is great. She's been one of our team moms since the time that you know I've been the head coach here. So everything was just about the family feel. So even though it's all the way in Syracuse, New York, Coach Cav and Coach Babers did a great job of you know letting them feel that having the mom feel that they're going to take care of him and it's genuine, you know. And then the other big piece was was just Coach Cav. I mean, Coach Cav is. I played for him. You know, I played on the other side of the ball. He tried to recruit me to play offensive line. I should have listened to the guy. But, um, you know, Coach Cav is a, is a man of his word. You know, he does what he says, and he says what he does. And he has the biggest heart, as little as he is, man. That, that dude's got the biggest heart. And so, you know, he had an opportunity. Austin had an opportunity to talk to many, 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 many of former players that played for Cav. You know, a lot of those guys were my teammates. And, you know, I, I think that's the strongest point that, that came across for Austin was just the fact that, you know, he was going to be entrusted to a really good dude and coach Cav is going to take care of him. And so I, I think that was, that, that was it. And then, and then I think the educational piece, right. is a big one. Syracuse is academically renowned school. And, you know, the nice thing about Austin is he, he has a plan beyond college, whether it is the NFL or whether it's to go get a job and be a successful human being. So I think 
SU just provides the opportunity for him to achieve every goal that he has for himself on and off the field. So through Coach Cav, there was already this relationship and this familiarity that really put SU over the edge? Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's even the other kids that were recruiting here in Hawaii. I mean, Cav has the Rolodex of dudes that any of these recruits can call, and they're all going to say the same thing. Nobody's ever had a bad experience playing for Coach Cav. Probably one of I've played, I've been in this business for a while, and that's Coach Cav is probably one of the most genuine dudes that I've ever been around in my coaching career. You know, it's paying dividends now that Coach Baber is, is trying to get back into the islands. It's going to pay dividends there in, in recruiting for years to come. Yeah, it seems like there's a ton of talent coming out of Hawaii right now. And I know Dino Baber spent a lot of time himself in Hawaii. How much time do you see SU really spend there compared to other programs? Um, you know, I mean, obviously, ge- geographically, it's tough, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, for you guys to get on a plane and try and fly here and still touch on all the recruiting areas that you guys need to. I don't specifically know how Coach Babers handles recruiting, but any team that's not the Pac-12 or the Mountain West, they have a hard time just being here just because time and distance. But I, I do think, like I said, Coach Cav, you know, honestly, Coach Cav doesn't have to spend a lot of time in Hawaii just because there's so many there's so many of us that have been around them and played for them. You know, not, not to say that they shouldn't come out here, but there's enough of groundwork that Coach Cav laid for the years that he was here where you know, we can all, he can, he can direct them to those people and kids can get a feel for it. Did Austin go on a uh, virtual official visit or anything like that? I know they're doing that now during the pandemic, or did he get a chance to somehow see the school? Yeah, I believe that he did, you know, with Coach Babers and, and with Coach Cav, and it just kind of showed him around. And then Austin's big on fishing. So Coach Cav was, you know, I don't know the names of the lakes up there, but it was like, man, you know, he took a picture of the lake right when he was about to about to commit and and coach cap called me i was like yeah well i drove to the lake that's five minutes from my house and took this picture and sent it to him and and austin was like is there fish in there and he was like yeah so you know that's kind of uh i think austin austin is um kind of an outdoors guy i like some of that stuff so um, even though he's going to upstate new york i think that's that's a little bit of a draw for him as well how did coach cav realize what you guys had down there with austin was did you let him off and tell him you know we've got a kid down here that's really good or how did he Come to find out about Austin. No, actually, it was it was um, his son Blair. Blair's in the Blair's on their staff, and anytime I think anytime whether you you're from Hawaii, you've coached in Hawaii, you always kind of keep an eye. You always just kind of check, you know, on guys who's recruiting, who's offering, and so I think Blair was the one that found his film first on social media, and then Cav took a look at it, and Cav was super intrigued and just called me up and started asking about. Him. And when did Austin decide that Syracuse was the place for him? Was it right as he committed or did he know for a while? Yeah, you know, it was um, in the conversation that I had with him, just kind of, I try to be as hands-off as possible once they're kind of set up. So I saw that he was getting a bunch of offers in. So I just, I just sent him a checkup text and just saw where he was at. So we had a conversation and, you know, I just kind of advised him like, hey, if, if you know that you're down to these schools already, with the way this pandemic is handling and things are going, you know, if you're feeling hard that that's a good fit for you, then then just go ahead and do it. So, like I said, he he had voice to me that academically and obviously being in the ACC, right? I think might be like the second in recent history. He's like the second dude to come into the ACC from Hawaii. The other guy was Scott Pagano down at Clemson. So it was it was just one of those deals where it was just kind of like he was waiting to go on an official visit. And I was like, if 
I mean, the official visit is just kind of icing on the cake here. If you know in your heart that that's what you want to do, then, then there's no point in waiting around. So I think in, in his mind and his, in his heart and, and with his mom, it was just kind of this was a place that they love. So um, they went ahead and pulled the trigger. Well, Coach, we're really excited to see what he can do, not only this coming season with you guys, but once he actually gets up here on the hill and gets to contribute to the team. Thanks so much for uh, taking some time out of your day to join us today. I appreciate you, man. Thanks so much. That was Syracuse commit Austin Cowhees head coach, Coach Maafala, joining us for our very first edition of Fizz Film Room all the way from Honolulu, Hawaii. Make sure to check out our future episodes on SoundCloud at Orange Fizz, or you can find us at orangefizz.net for your future Fizz Film Room episodes, as well as Fizz Radio Podcast and former Fizz Podcast. And we also have a lot of great articles covering Syracuse recruiting and the teams for basketball and football. But for now, signing off, I'm Thomas Schultz. Make sure to join us next time on Fizz Film Room.